Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Tuesday edition of the program. How would we describe the weather today? It's comfortable, but in terms of what would be your normal, what type of year, what time of year would this normally be like this? It's well, I was going to answer my own question, but I'll wait for you. Spring or fall, one of the two. I would say a crisp. nice late October. Mid, mid, but I actually, too much humidity. Mid, I feel like we get gimme. some sun for late October, and we get yeah, a little but sun. Occasionally you get that day where it's like 70 degrees, and everything's great. It feels like an it's, early, I, late May, early June. I like a, I like a May. Yeah, it feels like May. May to me. Like a, a warm. See, <laughs> right. It's no sun, and no it's sun. there's some humidity. Yep. A little bit of a little bit of of, of, of dampness oh. in the air a little bit. It must have been a hell of a storm on your side of town, Gibby. Did it not storm on your side? It did, but it wasn't like it wasn't like this. It it didn't you know, there weren't, you know, former Cavs players' houses getting struck by lightning in Westlake. We didn't have that. It it was nonstop lightning for about two and a half hours. Come on. Uh uh-uh. uh. It was I not didn't have that. Downtown. That? No, I was downtown. I was at Monday night Ross and Good friend of the show, The Miz. Well, thanks for the invite. Yeah, the Miz. Nice. Would you have liked to have come? I would have loved to. The boy would have loved to have. I saw you hanging out with Keon Sports. The boy would have loved to have. I would have come with you. We have done it. I, we actually watched a little of it last night, a little of The Rock. Oh. Yeah? yeah. Nice we, job, Nathan. We paratrooped job. in. Well nice job, Nathan. We paratrooped in, though. It was right at, like, it was a tag team women's match. Uh-huh. When we jumped in, okay. And did um, you stay through for? Uh, did you see like the the U.S. title, Bobby Lashley and Champa? We didn't get that far. Okay. We didn't get that okay. far. So we right. we were in there for 15 minutes, That's and then I, I didn't want him time. to also be aware that it was in town. Uh, I had forgotten it was. I, yeah. I remember you telling me something about it in August, but I yeah. or that it was coming. Um, but I I did not. In fact, in watching it last until you said it, I did not was not aware that it actually was that it was in Cleveland. Yeah, it sure yeah. was. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was a good time. Yeah, so you missed it. You didn't lose electricity there, and there was no, plenty in the building. I did have to get from the Harry Buffalo to the arena, which is not far, but a good hundred. You can be a drowned rat by the time good, you get there. I'd call it a good two hundred yards in an absolute deluge, and it was seven straight months. It was seven fifty. We had waited it out. We got on our, tr- our trusty app. It said, "Unless More you're waiting come. till nine. <laughs> You're not avoiding this. So we all made the decision. Then we got to the door, me and Costanzo and Bowens and, and the big daddy, Scotty. We, and we were uh, – Jake the Barbarian was with us as well, which is a great uh, great. Who's nickname. that guy? Jake the Barbarian. That's a new one. Big dude. I like Absolutely how, could how be a barbarian. You'll, you will name – you will give a nickname. I didn't give this. This was – Whatever. Is, I, I walked into it. I don't have a single person that I socialize with who has a nickname. And I feel like every person you do does. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And then it's on it. That's it. That's the name. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I admire it. I wish I was more creative. I don't know. I, every single, everybody has a nickname. Yeah. Trying to think of who I hang out with on the reg that would not have a nickname, and I can't, All I can't think of Are one. you responsible for the nicknames in many cases? Yeah, like my circle, yeah. Yeah. So you've doled out the nicknames. Do sure. they to refer to themselves a nickname that you've bestowed? I mean, I th- most people then, it, yeah, it usually catches on pretty well, and like everybody God. does. You're a renaissance man. I even have like nicknames that go into like into the whole family, like my buddy Grant Davis, G Diz, and then his wife's L Diz, son Trace, T Dizzle. 
all the way through. Oh, it goes right, it. Through, right through the fan. But anyway, so, as you were saying, so we decided, as you were. we decided to make this run for it. And so I brought the kids out on on Sunday, and we did a, the forty yard dash. I did uh-huh. it with uh, with Bryce, and okay. I realized very quickly that that my new hundred percent of running is sixty percent. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, if I, it felt like had I attempted to run. Again, no stretching or anything like that. But had I attempted to run any faster on this forty-yard dash, like sure, I would have ripped the hammy off of my left leg, like right off the bone. I think that once you hit, once you become a man, you're forty. You have got to, and this is why I quit playing basketball. You have got to more than anything else know your limitations. So if you were to like pistons fire, take off, even a man of you, and you're in great physical without shape without stretching. That's I think what I'm saying. Like I'd just fine. Yeah. Like just, you just go and go. That it is. There's a a ninety percent chance. 90% of the time I'm that you will suffer some sort of injury that yeah. will cause a six-month rehabilitation. So this this was Sunday, and I that knowledge came to me very quickly, and I actually was joking with the hop, and I stole his line right there. It's where he said his new 100% is 60% running. That's his, that's his speed that he operates at. <laughs> and I said, that's true, because I felt it. Like when I tried to – the first couple I tried to really kind of push out, and then I was like, nope, nope. and I will just jog the rest of the way We'll here. just settle this down. Then did you pull up like a nice big prancing run? Yeah, it was kind jog? of a jog, and then I, yeah. I like I kind of stayed right with Bryce and then let him get me by and uh, the end, which he was You let him about. win a little oh, by yeah. a bit. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I would have probably gone the other way. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were in the we were in the mid sevens, so, yeah. So it wasn't exactly a brisk pace that we were cutting. Uh, but the, what was important for me was yeah. I felt that that knowledge I gained Sunday actually helped me navigate this storm because had I thought, hey, it's a little slippery, obviously it's yeah. pouring, but it, I knew don't even think about opening it up. Get like I did the you know the geometry of it i got the absolute straightest line that i could make from the door of harry buffalo to the door of the thing and then i went slow as fast i went like yeah. the half but i ended up good and i also used some trees for cover i scoped out some trees that i could get under for a little bit yep. and made it there but i knew not to try because the worst thing to do would have been to pull a hammy be limping rain pouring everybody i'm miserable now but i got in there and it was it was great but it was good that i knew exactly where to be i knew what where to throttle to which was helpful it's 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 one of the more important things that we can do at our age. It's ridiculous. I used to have no governor. Of course you didn't. Yeah, this is what happens, man. Is this what Father happens? Time's undefeated. Unless you're Tom Brady, and apparently then you can do. I think part of it's doing cucumbers. all these like things for my hamstrings that I'd never done before from like a weightlifting standpoint. So they're sore anyway. So it's like we're not we're not trying to run here. No, we're not, that. we're not doing a lot of running. I don't believe here. we'll have yeah, that. We're doing. Um, so here. with that as the preamble, sure. camp is open today. It is, uh, but. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a different experience for fans because it is only on the west side of the Cross Country Mortgage Campus that they will be able to congregate. The yes. east side, which Swamp. is the side where the, the you know the puppy pound is traditionally and the, the blow-up obstacle course stuff on that east side, that's that's a, that's underwater pretty much. That's, I mean, I, I went and used a facility over there, and it was – you needed mud boots. You. you needed mud boots. I was shocked. And, and then I thought I, – I'm guessing that the reason that that is – is the way that this is pitched is so that all of the water runs to the edges of course. away from this, which is appropriate. But I just thought it would have drained better yeah. over here than it does. It did not appear to drain well, at all. Well, part of it is I mean, like I was on my grass this morning, and it wasn't like this. Because of it's the foot traffic, and it just eliminates the grass and just turns it into mud. Yeah, it's if like someone were to walk like on it. It was muddy it becomes, on Sunday. It was muddy on Sunday. When oh, I took, was it I was really? Say that. Yeah. On Sunday, it was absolutely muddy when I took yeah. my kids over there. Um, 
By the way, my mom, the official Nana, is very concerned about your hat and has offered to. She's got this thing no. that she thinks would maybe help it. I'll bring it in. Okay. I don't know how. She, I don't know what she knows. Did you try to bleach it? I haven't done that yet. I was at football practice last night, okay. um, so I have not tried. I did. I did. You know, this, the Tide pen white stuff. You know, I tried that and I washed it, and it didn't. It was unfazed by that. The dye from the orange hat has so taken over. It's as if the, the hat white. itself was was dyed. I just never would have thought that it would have bled onto it like that. It's just it feels unfair. It does. It does. I'm not pleased about it. This is from my one buddy who heard yesterday. Color run fixes color run accent. He says he took a fiber class in college. I'm not sure what that means. If you got that on your resume, fiber class in college, I took I'm a interested. fiber class like, in let college. Let me get a picture of that stuff. I'm and so I said, that's the How type should of we do this? Should we do color bleeds? Let me ask you a question. Should we do the Nana effort first, or the Janko? Or the Janko? I mean, I think the Nana gates. would really enjoy. She wants to. She wants to be of service. She would enjoy okay. the opportunity to solve this for you. She'd, will I see you tomorrow? And then will you see Nana tomorrow? Or does this need to wait till Monday? You will no, see you me got, tomorrow. But yeah. you will not see Nana. Probably. No. You're probably staying here, right? You can give it to Kayla. I can give it to, I can give it to Kayla. All right. I will bring it tomorrow. I'll bring the Congo hat tomorrow, and we can see He it. says, I'm not sure if it will work for him, but if you use bleach, it's just going to lighten and change the color but not make it white. Uh, Nana's got another idea, though. Nana feels she, she feels strongly about her ideas. Yeah. She, I mean, she, I have no I'm reason to doubt against, her. Yeah, I'm not going against her. I have no reason Nana. to doubt her at all. No, this um, is a lot of pressure for her. She just said, don't forget to let Bo know that I'd be happy to try to salvage his hat. Yep. She feels very good about – she's got goof off, she says. That she I feels look, really good I look for an effort. Of, we'll, well see. But, and I will say this. Like, the, the wives and mothers in in my life are the ones that can get a stain out. Get stuff sorted out. They yeah. It. yeah. They really can. Like, my mother-in-law, if my wife can't do it, she sends it right to her mother. And somehow she's got some and magical somehow elixir. somehow it comes back and it looks brand new. Boy, I'm usually decent with it. I, I find that I'm constantly doing stuff with oil stains because I cook with a lot of olive oil. Yeah, same. And you, and then that splatters, oh, and I'm yeah. always cognizant of, oh, yeah. God, get it, keep it wet, spray it. Oh, yeah. Don't let yeah, it dry. Yeah, yeah. I also get sometimes I get some oil burns. Oh, yeah, you get really a little of that. And then they get little spots get on you. Like, yeah. Hey, what happened to yeah. my skin? Now? Lose the hair on your some hands. olive oil, no big That's deal. That's fine. Um, that sorts itself out. So the players will be here today. Yeah. And they'll be, um, they'll be out here. pads today? Uh-oh, Nana knows, already, oh, my gosh, pressure. Yeah, Nana. No pressure, Nana. Nana, pressure. You call I mean, you. The, at this point, there, it's a no-risk thing for her. The it's, hat is borderline unwearable. John Snow than, is dead. He's dead. Will you bring him back to life? That's all it is. That's Or That's will it. he remain dead? Or we've already accepted that he's dead. Right. We've accepted it. Yeah, we've accepted it. We go, they <gasps> went through, by the we way, the they went through a lot of work for a guy who didn't do really a damn thing. After that? It truly really didn't matter. After that, other than what to get close, yeah, but didn't he at the end? Right. Take other than to get out? close to her, but like, so that's it. That was his whole purpose, was to take her out. Yeah, but how about do that before she burns the whole city down? Right. How about maybe say, hey, maybe the two of us can really work this thing. Maybe we're gonna. Have maybe this. we don't need to listen to this little guy full of bad ideas, and maybe we don't need to go prove, prove that that things exist beyond the wall. Maybe we just go take her out right now, take all these armies together, and just get ready to battle these guys. And the fact that I am the one who was promised, maybe if I just get a hold of that guy. Problem solved. Away we go. Away we go. It would. I don't be, know. It, it seems like that's more straightforward. To break Game of Thrones down into to like more relatable real life terms, Tyrion is the guy that in the preseason 
won like every single bet. Oh my god! They told all his friends about it. You get into week one, he's still hot. Decent first half of the season, and he's then all RG3. of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's as cold as ice. And a, every bet that he makes loses. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever I he like says that. will happen, the opposite happens. And then at the very end, they're like, "We have an opportunity to, pr- to, to fix appoint, it all." Like the head gambling czar of our community. Yep. Who's going to save us because he's so good at this? Yep. And and then they appoint the guy who's on a like three hundred game losing streak. Over his life, like do the opposite and you shall profit. Correct. And nope. We're going with this. We guy. like him. I just we got like a feeling him. on it's him. It's a team that used to start six and two. That went two and six. Still had a chance in week fifteen or sixteen to right the ship. Eh, nope. Go right back. So painful. Why that felt like it's a, a painful thing to say out yeah. loud. Yeah, that was I had no reference to us. Felt a lot like us. Yeah. No, I was like thinking Washington football team. Oh. Yeah, there's a, some RG3 the, vibe yeah. to, okay. to, right. to sure, Tyrion. Sure. Six and two. Sure. Starts sure. off two really six. good and sure. then yeah. just. Sure. sure. That's what I remember. That's what came into my head. Away you go. What are we doing? Are we doing contact today? Are we going to have pads? Or what do we look forward to today? We'll know when somebody gets out here. We'll, we'll, we'll assess their I saw their something outfit, that said we were in pads, situation. but I don't know. So Gibby texted us this morning, you know, wear your old shoes. It's a slot fest out there. So I did. I wore, I wore some oldies. Yeah. Um, and, and then I said, you know, get Stevie on some fans. Let's dry it out. And apparently Stevie was on fans. Uh, Matt was on – was Matt and Bryson on fans Throw too? Uh, they, and getting the electric out of the uh, water. Uh, oh, wait a second. The electric was just in the water? Not in here, but what was – where the box was was not uh, in a very good place. Uh, so they've spent – a good oh, portion geez. of the day drying I things to out. See it. Where did our fan go? I don't know if you'd need it today. It'd be a little brisk. We don't need it, but I'm just curious where it is. I wanted to look at it. It's all the way down there. It's that big one. Down at the other end. That's a curious placement. It'll be back The Monday, problem is this. Right? If it's on this side, then you got to anchor things down. Okay. All right. So and as, we can I look at, as I look at that today. fan right there, that white one, it feels yeah. very meta. That it's if you read it, what it says <laughs> on there. So at, at uh, it's funny, yeah. At the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, the beer cups now are plastic cups mm-hmm. that literally say on the outside "cold beer." I like that. I just kind of like the off whites. I yeah. felt like if they put quotes on them, they'd be like off white beer cups. Beer cups, which is a huge yeah. win. Are they clear? Or are they a color? Clear, beer cup? and then on it says in black lettering beer "cold cups. beer." Cold beer. Cold beer. And then it, they guess what they put in there? That's pretty good. Cold beer. As, as Bowen said, they really hit the nail on the head right there. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. I like that. I like the off-white parallel, too. Yeah, they should have thrown good. quotes on there, and it would yeah. be like they could sell them for $1,000 a cup. Yeah, yeah. Do those do those hold value, those off-white shoes? Oh, Are they yeah. Still, oh, yeah. They're at a, uh, well, on a, especially, on a, especially because, now, untimely, yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, all right, so you got – Posthumous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you got – you can, we'll, we'll keep an eye on things today as uh, as the Browns get back oh, out here. Now gosh. we're preparation for Jacksonville. Um, if you're wondering if questions will be answered in terms of who's going to play or when or how or anything else, my hunch would be no, that it wouldn't be. Now, Coach I, is going to talk at some point today. I was going to say, we sh- I would like to think we're going to get at least maybe You're not an getting answer an answer out of him. I'm just worried about today. Z hit it yesterday. You nailed it. I th- I am now. I, I'm going to say that I think oh. that it is. Whoa. Do we have a breaking news? 33% possible that he will, up from zero, that he will illuminate us on his plans. Maybe even 40%. At the quarterback, specifically? On on everything. Or in general? General. Okay. Yeah. 
So that's where you so said coach is going to talk. What are we like 12 minutes from now? Yeah. yeah right. Coach is going to talk 12 minutes from now. So take a quick time out. Uh, some big news in the NFL landscape as well. So we'll, we will go over that. Uh, some of that coming up. And then we'll have Coach Stefanski at the bottom of the hour off and running Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Rumkey Waste Recycling, family owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer or as an employee, you'll be covered with the family. Visit rumkey.com to learn more. Cam Smith to live. Did you guys see this? Cam Smith, open champion to the live people. I thought he was like going the day after. Well, I think he was. I think he just was probably negotiating for a higher price. At that point, why wouldn't he? You know. Yeah, that changes things. Yeah. What did he That's get? A couple what did more he get? Zeros. I don't know. So it's he probably not, it's got, not out there yet. Probably, probably 150, got 120. And it was 90 at the time. Yeah. It so was probably another 120, 150. It's funny that you guys see the um, – they were at Bedminster a couple of weeks ago, and on Sunday they had 77,000 was their highest on the YouTube stream. On Sunday it was 77,000. Uh, the PGA was at the Wyndham this weekend, uh, which is not a monster tournament by any stretch. And I don't think it had much of a leaderboard to it either, did it? Pretty anonymous. No, and leaderboard two and a half or something. Right? Two point seven million. Yeah. So seventy-seven. They 000. are not seeking it out. It, it's a word of caution, I think. As this, just as a quick aside, as this Big Ten television deal is going to get done, and for the first time since nineteen eighty-two, the Big Ten is not going to be on ESPN in basketball or football and anything. They're not going to be on ESPN for the first time in forty years. It's a bit of a cautionary tale. We are pretty habitual in where we seek stuff out. Um, and, you know, no one had seen a golf, from my man, my knowledge, and you could correct me, I don't know that anybody ever seen a golf tournament at Bedminster. I don't think so, um, that that has. So it was your first time looking at your field, oh, yeah. by and large, and yet nobody sought it out. And yet if it's on network, two and a half million people find it. If it was on CBS or NBC, I think it would have That's my point. Beaten them. You, th- this is my point, though, is yeah. that it's not – and so if you don't have that distribution, and that's a word of caution to the Big Ten, I think, a little bit in what they're well, about to do. That goes back to a couple of weeks ago what you said uh, about when – and you used the open-wheel racing, like IndyCar. Yeah. When they divide, like, people watched it. Yes. People yeah. watched it when all the names were together. Everything split. It disappeared. The it IndyCar disappeared cart. off yeah. of the sports world. There was a time that the, the Indy 500 was – was I mean I know the Daytona 500 is called the American race, but the Indy 500 was yes. the race of record, of and and open wheel racing, Fittipaldi, Sullivan, all of that. That was all the yeah. the sport of the racing sport. And then when they split, and then it has never recovered. Nope. And now F1 is even far bigger than it. I think. So if the Big Ten does what I was reading, they would have they'd set it up like an NFL Sunday. They'd have three windows, yep. but each window would be on a different channel. Correct. Well, and then they would have all their ancillary games on all the other stuff, but they're, that's where they're going to get hurt. So they'll be in noon on the Fox. That'll be the primary Big Ten game of the week. The 3.30 game will be the secondary second-slash-third Big Ten game of the week. will be at 3.30. CBS is going to pay $350 million for that. Um, they last year paid $55 million for the SEC package. <laughs> so just think about that. So now the second or third best Big Ten game is going to cost you seven times what you were paying for the SEC game of the week. And then the 8 o'clock window is going to be on NBC, and that will be either the third, second or third Big Ten game of the week. Now, this is the problem. That's going to get e- smoked by the SEC game at night, isn't it? Um, It depends. 
not if it's Ohio State, but you can't play Ohio State in every win. You're going to have Notre Dame on NBC competing against the 330 CBS game. So there's a lot, you know, at play here. I, my guess is you'll see a lot of USC at 8 o'clock is my guess, that USC, once they're in the Big Ten, will play a lot of, of 8 o'clock games in a couple of years. Um, but the real issue is the ancillary games are going to be <clears throat> not on ESPN, ESPN2, ABC on regional. Those games are going to be on FS1, my guess on some sort of streaming and probably on CBS Sports Network, like those type of places. That's a tricky game. And the even bigger issue is in basketball. Now you're off ESPN entirely, all right. winter in basketball, and that's a that's a tough one. Especially like the big Tuesday, like when you're the only Super game Tuesday, in town. big Monday, yeah. yeah. So it's setting up for the S- the SEC is well positioned to just well the big they both are it, those two. I mean, the, all of the money with the Big Ten, and then the, all the money with the SEC. Those two things are kind of running parallel. The Big Ten is probably going to get more money. The SEC is going to be on the more familiar places. Yes. So, you know, you're, you're going to have to bank up people finding stuff. And as we just kind of proved with the live golf thing, they're not, they're I'm not, not suggesting live golf should be beating the PGA tour. It's new. It's stuff sure. they're used to, but 77,000 on a championship weekend on a championship Sunday. Why would they staggeringly do this without, low? Why would they have done this without a television deal? I don't know. I don't know if that, they're trying to prove their worth before the TV deal, but they're not proving to be worth much. No, not at all. By the way, bronze players making their way onto the field, and they are in pads today. So we will get a padded practice here as the last official <coughs> training camp practice before so the preseason opener. So what happens with Big Ten Network? They will have all the ancillary programming too. So it will still be but there, how but much, that's a far how cry. Much, I was going to say, how much does it ultimately hurt them? Because the Big Ten Network would have those three or four additional channels where you could watch the other Big Ten Network games. Like well, the other part of it is, is, as you guys know, the ESPN Plus app is really easy to navigate. Yeah. I mean, it's really easy. It's you see all the games that are there, hit a live game, and away you go. You can kind of almost channel surf a little bit, which yep. is something I really like to do while watching college basketball, which isn't something you can do on the other streaming services. So they've got to get an order there. Like, they almost have to treat these network partners, and I think Fox does an okay job. CBS will do an excellent job at 3.30. They've proven that. And I think NBC will do good at night. Um, but they really need the other games, the other ancillary games that are going to be on. They're going to have to have a, a standard because some of these FS1 CBS sports games, from a production standpoint, from a, it's tough. It's a yeah. tough watch. Yeah. So they got to get that stuff sorted out too. Uh, this is one of my favorite things in camp where you line up the kids and the guys yeah. run through it. I love this. And Wyatt Teller has been having a blast out here at camp interacting with the fans, and he gave those kids got down and – High five everybody as he yeah. went through the little I can tunnel. Shout there. out who's who's out there today. Give me one second. We got the we have teams. It looks like some youth teams out there. Like some youth the teams. Youth. I thought you were about to tell us every player that was on the field. I was gonna be really impressed if you were pulling you that were by sight that. name. Look, man. If you, had, if you were gonna have Zaire Mitchell Payton, if, <laughs> if you had Zaire Mitchell Payton and Lavert Hill the second at the ready just by looking at their numbers, I'd be really impressed I, with yeah, you. I, I am. I was a little angry. I had to have a conversation with uh, one of my favorite PR people, and I'm like, when are we doing the pronunciations? Because Mitchell Patton or Payton, I, I, did like not know, I did not know this. And I'm like, I need a little assistance here. Don't Do you do that? Do you oh, voice those? Oh, he does. I voice them once they give them to me. I don't yeah, they give you a list. Create and then, them. Yeah. yeah. Correct. They come to us with a but list. But it should be on we that. Un- isn't it. it on that unofficial depth chart or no? No, it I wasn't. No. How would you guys grade? How would you grade your ability to see a name on a piece of paper and then correctly guess how it's pronounced? Mostly good. Yelda Froholt, though, I was not prepared for Yelda to be 
come out of how that. that was going to be. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm about 55. percent Like if you looked at if you looked at, and let me pull this up real quick. But if you looked at the following, by the way, shout out Lakewood Catholic Academy and Gin Elite. Oh, there you are go. Are your Utes for today? All right. What what do you if you look down at a piece of paper and you see H? Here, let me see, let me just look at it. Let me just look at it. He's a uh, right here. Oh no chance. <laughs> I would probably have gone Yalte. Yalte. So you're close, Yelda. Well, it's Yelda. I mean, I would have assumed the H is silent, much like in posthumous. So I would have. And I would have thrown a Y on it. Nordic yeah. would be a Y. Yel- Scandinavian. Yalte Froholt is how I would have gone. Okay. So then you're you would have been. I think you would have gotten. I think that's a passing grade for you. Uh, I mean, I think Yelda. I had Yalta. That's what Yalta? I thought. Yalta? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, yeah. it's a hard E. Is it a soft A? Right. There's a lot of possibilities there. Certainly. Our roster is pretty good, though, for the most part. Right, you're right. Payden, Padden, that I don't know. It's my kid's name. How'd they spell it? P-A-D-E-N. Yeah. Is that last name or first last. name? Last. It's a third name. Coming off of the, the hyphen. Yeah. Ooh, geez. Yeah, yeah that could be it's tough. tough for me. What do you got on, what do you got I, on, I think on Coach letter might G be right here? What do you got podium? on this here? Coach Kevin Spansky at the podium. Let's have a listen. Okay, good to see everybody. Uh, another good day today. We'll still be in training camp mode. I, I know that it's game week. We got a game on Friday night, but we'll treat today uh, as truly a training camp day. Tomorrow we'll spend some more time on Jacksonville. Uh, we'll uh, practice a little bit earlier tomorrow afternoon, get on the airplane, get down to Jacksonville tomorrow night. Uh, so looking forward to a, a really good day today. Uh, and with that, I'll take any questions. Kevin, do you know what the plan at quarterback is for Friday yet? I do. I haven't shared it with the team yet, so I'll wait on uh, announcing that. Uh, but we have a, we have a framework, uh, Jake, of, of how we're going to handle this preseason. As you know, you always reserve the right to change your mind based on, you know, uh, how practice goes and those type of things. But uh, we, we're pretty confident in, in the plan we have. Will Watson make the throw? Yes. Not right now, Mary Kay, but I will at some point. If you do uh, go at the Charlotte, you've given your starting offensive line uh, some preseason off. Would, would you start your first offensive line if you were playing the Charlotte? I think I would tell you it kind of remains to be seen, Jeff, but uh, I'll have those type of conversations later in the week. We won't get to speak to you, though. Until Darn. Probably. I didn't know that. So I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah, I'll let, I'll let you guys know. Not keeping a secret. I just want to make sure I tell the team first. So Kareem came back to team drills. Can mm-hmm. you, you know, address what did you make of that and are things better than that? Yeah, you know, Mary Kay, just like last time, I don't really want to get into those type of things. I just I feel like those are internal. Those are between uh, myself and the players and this team and the players, and that's how we'll handle those type of things. Uh, like I told you guys yesterday, I have a ton of respect for Kareem uh, as a person. Um, and he's a really good football player. Keeping things internal, though, are you at least comfortable where the relationship and situation is? Yeah, again, not going to make a comment on those type of things. Will your plan be similar to last year with the way you use starters in preseason games? I know you sat them out, I think, the first couple. Yeah, I think it will be similar, uh, but I think you have to make decisions based on your team, and every year things are different. Uh, I think the one thing of note is we have Philly coming in week two to practice versus them. I do think that's a great opportunity to get two really good days of work in a controlled setting. 
where you don't have to play your starters as much in that week two, per se. Uh, I do think week three we still treat as a uh, dress rehearsal, so to speak. So uh, is it exactly the same plan as last year? No, just because it's not the same team. Uh, but, but I do believe that week two practices make it important or make it allow you uh, to maybe not play guys in that second game as much. With the, with the third uh, preseason game still being that dress rehearsal, and there's no fourth preseason game where you get to look at guys that are on the back end where you have to make those difficult roster decisions. Do you kind of maybe flip the script a little and really look at those back end guys in the first and second preseason games now? Potentially, yeah. I, I don't. I think you're right, Daryl, in that you don't have that fourth game, so you got to find opportunities uh, for those guys because you really do want to make some or not want to. We're going to have to make some tough decisions, and I want to give those guys a fair shake. So. They get reps out here. As you know, they don't get a ton of reps, reps when you're talking about the threes. Uh, so I want to give everybody a fair shake. Kevin, I know you talked about the, the plan. And whoever the starting quarterback is, do you abide by the rule that the starting quarterback's out there, the starting offensive line is out there too? Uh, I'd say it depends. You know, it, it depends on who your players are uh, in, in those scenarios. I know you have a plan for Jacoby to get Jacoby ready. Um, the fact that he hasn't taken a lot of first-team reps so far with that, lead to him maybe playing more in the preseason? Yeah, I, I'm pretty com I'm confident in our plan, Scott. Obviously, uh, like I've told you guys, that will adjust based on information. Um, I'm really comfortable in what Jacoby's done to date with his reps. Uh, he's gotten a lot of them. He's gotten some with the ones, some with the twos. Um, and, and we'll stick to our plan uh, absent any new information. Have you seen so much of So I would just tell you, not specific to what you're saying, Mary Kay, but with all of our guys, we're all human. Uh, we got 90 guys in this roster and all these coaches, we're, we're all human. Uh, we all are dealing with things outside of this building. Uh, so I'm respectful of that with all of our guys. And I think you got to meet everybody where they are uh, in that moment. We decided if, uh, you know, if David Bell and Anthony Schwartz will be able to play Friday night. Uh, we've talked about it, Scott. I'm not sh I haven't made a decision yet. Uh, I do think it's important that we get our guys uh, good reps, both here in practice and in the games, if, if that's what they need. But those two guys in particular, I'll, I'll wait to make a decision on them. Not a lot yet, uh, to be fair. Uh, you know, just a couple, ten team plays or so the last uh, time we're out here. So it's just going to be a matter of adding more reps to what they're doing. Um, you have two really intelligent football players. Uh, guys that I, I do want to see more of, obviously, but got to be uh, mindful of, of their coming off injury. Harry Murphy came in here with just a lot of energy after the draft and that. And, um, he seems, a, a, and we talked to him today, and he talked about saving that energy for the field when he's out there. Just what have you observed from him? I know he had that virtual sack the other day in that two-minute drill, but just what have you seen from him? I like that, virtual sack. Uh, there were other sacks in that two-minute drill, too. And since you brought it up, you know, I told the defensive line, I'm going to let them play. There are going to be sacks here, but I'm going to let you play. So sometimes it could be misleading when the offense moves the ball down the field in a two-minute when the likely would have been sacked. Uh, Perrion, uh, as you guys know, 
full of uh, life, full of energy, full of personality. I do think he understands that this is his job. He's a professional. He's a young player. Uh, so we're going to bring him along like we do with young players and, and mentor him both from the coaches and, and the uh, veterans on this team. But I do think he gets the, the seriousness of this and that he's got to work at his craft. Good to have a concern. A little bit of that, uh, Mary Kay. I was with the Vikings for a bunch of years where we went to Mankato uh, all the time, which was an hour and 15 down the road. And, and I think there was something to that collegial element of being together. We were going to go on. on I, I wanted to do this regardless of where we were going. Uh, it didn't matter where we were going. I wanted to kind of do a two-day trip and, and get some things done. So uh, fortunately, I think, I think we have a good plan. I can't because, I, again, it's a secret to the team. You know, I haven't told them about it, so I can't tell you yet. Do you plan on leaving the hotel other than... Yes. Food? Yes. You... She won't. <laughs> oh. So you can't say we'll it? See. Will you be down there, Tony? Not that early. A, a stakeout waiting for us to leave? Uh, yeah, we'll be... Uh, We'll be doing some team activities. What about Jed Wills? He said he played about 50% of his level while he was playing through that ankle injury because you guys were short-handed up top. Is that said score points for the staff, for the players? Well, I'll take Jed at his word, uh, you know, if that's how he felt. Um, but I do think going back to that, those moments, a young player battling through injuries uh, and still playing, I thought, at, at a pretty high level, uh, I, I think says a lot about him, and, and, and that in turn, uh, his teammates see that. Uh, so I do think that's important um, because you, you never feel 100% in this game. You just don't. Uh, you battle through some nicks and bruises and, and, and those type of things. Now, when you're injured, you're injured. I get that part. But to see a guy push through uh, and, and perform, I thought, at a, at a high level uh, was impressive. Now, does he want to get better? Yes, and, and obviously being healthy allows him to do that. Hey, Kevin, I heard you what you said about bringing, carrying along. But what is he showing you on the field? Is uh, he showing you improvement since it's started camping? Yeah, he's working yeah. really hard, Jeff. I mean, I, I go back to we, we got, had him for nine weeks in the offseason, uh, and, and he made strides there as, as he learned about our system and, and how we play. And then we brought the rookies in four days early, so made strides there. And then even now, I think you'll find him out here early with the coaches, working on his craft, all the young guys. Uh, they just need time to work on their craft. It's, there's no secret. There's no shortcut to this thing. I know Darion has like, kind of talked about like, watching Miles, but a lot of these rookies seem like they've maybe latched on to a veteran. I guess just like how important is that to building team chemistry when you have these younger guys who are willing to learn from these older guys? And yeah, sort of I, I, I think, actually I think it works both ways. I think we have veterans that are willing to work with young guys, and obviously the young guys are, are listening and taking what these older players say to heart. Uh, and I just think that's part of being a really good team is bringing your rookies along because the truth is in the NFL, you're going to need your rookies and, and they're going to play early. And that's certainly been the case for us the last couple of years. So we want to bring our guys along as quickly as we can. When you look at JOK and Jacob and then Anthony Walker, so he's got speed too. Um, how important is it for you to have guys that run like they do? In yeah, team speed's a big deal uh, when it comes to our defense. It's one of the principles of built of this defense that Andrew's built. Uh, we want guys that are able to run sideline to sideline, and guys are able with their length to defend some of the unique offensive attacks that you get in the modern uh, day and age. Kevin, has it occurred to you that perhaps in the midst of the team building uh, exercise, 
exercises that you guys might have news dropped on you that Deshaun can be out for a lot longer than six games. Has that occurred to you? I think you know me well enough, Mary Kay, where we're just dealing with today. I, I really, I, I don't know any other way to do it, uh, and I think the team uh, understands that as well. Good. Okay. Thanks, guys. Right, thanks. Thank you. Thanks, guys. There you have it, Coach Kevin Stefanski at the podium. We will react to some of the things we heard or didn't hear there. Plus, go around the NFL landscape coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And the Bath Authority can give you that bathroom of your dreams, and they can do it for you in about a day. You get that spa-like experience. Let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler, experts, and factory-trained installers. Give them a call now. 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality. They've got the largest selection of bath projects. They're all made in the United States. Change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding. Superior products with expert installers at thebathauthority.com. 216-220-8399. Um, he's an expert. He's an expert at it. There was a lot thrown at him. And you don't really get a whole lot. Uh, there's, you, you, we have no idea, no idea what the plan was. He even alluded to it at one point. It was pretty tongue in cheek. I think Jake asked, "You realize we're not going to be able to talk to you again between now and the game?" And he said, "Oh darn, darn shucks, I didn't realize that." Right, for for one of the peas is prepared, isn't it? So, um, <laughs> yeah. He's well aware. He's well By aware the way, of the schedule of it all. That was as we expected. I gave, there was a glimmer of hope that perhaps, and we, what do we get up to 33%, maybe even 40% yeah. that you'd get something? No, nay. And that's uh, that's where it is. As expected, that you were you just weren't. He's Again, it's not for competitive reasons. And I said he hasn't told the team, so I'm sure they will find out soon. I would think, yeah. You fly tomorrow night, right? So you'll have a training camp practice today. Right. And then tomorrow will be like a pregame practice. Yep. Because Thursday there will be some sort of top secret team activity that will take place apparently, Thursday. Apparently we heard we might get a stakeout, a Tony Grossi stakeout. There. Grossi's going to give it, do a stakeout on that. Can you see him with like some binocs? Like yes, of course I above can. Like a shrub. I like it. I'll be poolside. You can watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You can check it out. In get between a, get a vision the of five all shows that. we have to do. Yeah. So – yeah, there, there you go. I, who knows? I guess it'll make Friday interesting. It will. I mean, look, what we talked about, and I think he alluded to something interesting about if one of the things that actually was talked about that interested me anyway was what he talked about with week two with Philly coming in here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, as we sit here right now, it is, and there are some legal experts who think it is possible that an appeal would allow Deshaun to play week one. Most that I've talked to, and I know you've talked to, would say nay, mm -hmm. that the six games is locked in. It would just be yeah. an appeal of what's above that. That Jacoby Brissett's got to play week one, and you need to get him as many reps as possible. And I just wonder if, you know, that week in Philly, maybe he gets the vast majority of the reps against Philly in a controlled situation. Because, look, I'll be honest with you right now, and you can't avoid injuries, but we cannot afford – to have an injury to Jacoby Brissett prior to the no. beginning of this football no. season. Uh -uh. So no. at this keep protecting him is almost more important right now than it is to – I think he's as valuable as anybody on the team right now. Yeah. 
truly. Yes. Based on the way, you know, you read it and, and every same that, you know, week seven at the earliest – and that's not likely. So no, and we know. so we know that's not how it's going to go. No. So it'll be further along. And right now it's Jacoby Brissett and, and or bust. And so you have to keep him upright and and in the right spot. And those those team practices. You you were quick. You pointed this out a couple of weeks ago. It's a good job out of you that you could have saw a scenario. And this is before we knew what the suspension would be for Deshaun, and we still don't. Um, that the, that the likelihood of maybe Deshaun plays the preseason games, Brissett gets those England the the Philly practices, um, would be for him, and and maybe that is the way that it goes. These are not scores, obviously. No, this no, no, no. Well, there are, I best. think we can tell there from no what, we, what just occurred. There are no scores. Right. It's just kind of trying to connect the dots from being around things for a while, and that would seem to make a lot of sense. And so here's a, another thing to think about it, and I, it's such a delicate balance, right? But you know, the Rams played nobody. Yeah. They're the defending Super Bowl champ. That doesn't mean playing nobody guarantees you a Super Bowl. It's not causative, but it is saying that you can do that. I would also point out that the 49ers and the Chiefs last year both started 3-3 three and three and both made it to their conference championship games. Both had a chance to advance to the Super Bowl. That It's now at a 17-game. It is, it is a marathon. It is not a sprint. Yeah. And, you know, a fast start is obviously very helpful. It is not necessary to success. Now, you can't be 0-6. That would probably make it very, very difficult. But that hopefully you get enough good work and say these safe environments that you're not exposing people to injury in games that ultimately do not matter. And I think that is, that's the thing that scares everybody. That's the thing that's difficult for everybody to get their head around and, and to figure out exactly how to handle that situation and what they're going to do when it does come to the preseason. I think that's a little bit of a challenge for teams to get their heads around and the comfort with it. But I think those joint practices are such a good thing for the Browns and for teams around the league that, you know, you almost treat that. You have an opportunity to get more situational and important work done in a safe environment in those joint practices than you could in a preseason game. It's not a guarantee in a preseason game that you're going to get to run a two-minute drill. It's not a guarantee in a preseason game that you're going to get into the red zone. Like, it's not just automatic where they say yeah you get to go have a couple series here in the red zone so though that that week i think will be where the browns are able to get their best work how they choose to divvy that work up is will be interesting and i i would expect that long before that we'll have an idea on what the deal is you know with Deshaun at least on this first appeal then if there is another appeal after that we'll find that out at some point i yeah. would guess yeah very good so uh, most of our team out there getting a, a little bit of warm-up before they get into individual work, and uh, and we'll keep an eye on everything that we see here out in Berea at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on A50 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on A50 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk Serious Lawyers, Serious Injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns, and many of your Cleveland Browns starting to matriculate out here for training camp day on a Tuesday back outside at the CCMC. Prior to today's practice, Nathan had a chat with our left tackle, Jedrick Wills. Let's have a listen. How's it going? <laughs> Good, how are you? Uh, did, uh, how would you say, evaluate what Joe Thomas has been doing with you and how beneficial it might be? Oh, it's been really good. He's been coming out and helping us. Been here during camp almost every day. Him and Coach Kelly, have kind of built in like a little session where he can come in and show us a couple things from his day and working some technique with us. So it's been very beneficial. Jed, do you feel like you got that angle injury that first game last year? Did it just 
pulled you back a lot last season, or, or how did that unwind? Yeah, I would say through the first probably three to four weeks um, until I got that two game off, I was only like fifty percent. Um, and playing offensive line, there was just wasn't anything helpful at all. <laughs> Glad you're not going to Arrowhead this year. Yeah, that place is cursed. Two games in a row. <laughs> yeah, that place is cursed. Chad, how much are you going to play on Friday night? Do you know yet? Uh, I'm not sure. They haven't told us anything. How much would you like to play? I'm, I'm good with whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with whatever. How much better do you feel just even mentally, emotionally this year than you did last year with everything that went on? Uh, I feel a lot better. Last year was a struggle. It wasn't, it wasn't a secret. Everybody knew that. Um, playing through injuries is one of the hardest things you can do as a player. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for this year. Talking about that, Jed, you, you made a Pro Bowl. You, you know, but do you feel like this is a big year for you to like prove some things? Yeah, definitely. It'd be a turnaround year for me. Did that uh, tough year result in the way you changed your offseason at all? No, not at all. Just made sure I was healthy and continue training as usual. Is it tough to have, though, your struggles kind of out? Front of the world, so no, I mean, speak, you know. No, we we play in front of millions of fans on on TV, so it's, there's no there's no hiding it. I mean, I got hurt, and I continue to got hurt throughout the games that I was playing in, but I'm, I'm healthy now, and that's, that's what matters. So why why did you play through that thing? Then if you're only 50%, I mean, uh, we we had some troubles in my position. I was the only person that was hurt, and there was some other guys that were behind me that were hurt as well. Um, so if I was able to at least be out there, then put forth my effort and. Is it left up to you? Yeah. So, Jed, did you, you know, are you aware that Makai Becton uh, is probably out for the season with, you know, a serious injury? And if so, does that lend any perspective to, you know, maybe what you went through? Right. Yeah, I, I actually heard about that just a couple minutes before I came out here. Um, it's heartbreaking. I know he was having a tough time last year, and I was with him a little bit this offseason. He was rehabbing really hard, you know, trying to get back. So, it sucks, and, um, well, prayers, well wishes to him. Hope he gets better soon, but it's definitely tough. So, Where were you together working out in the offseason? Uh, Destination Dallas with uh, Duke Mayweather, Mayweather. Do you think you scored points in the locker room, though, by playing through that injury? Uh, I mean, yes and no. I mean, those guys know that I'll be there for them anytime I can be. Um, it was more of a, a statement point to myself, you know, not trying to give up. Uh, until, until I wasn't able to perform, I was going to try to perform. So. It's kind of the code, though, at the position group, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We all pre stuff and so. Who kind of helped you? It seemed like Wyatt Teller uh, has taken you under his wing a little bit but, and invited you to work out with him and stuff like that. But who kind of helped you through that rough emotional time last year where it just wasn't what you hoped it would be? Um, I mean, it was really tough. I was in those guys with the meeting room um, every day, and then they were going out to practice, and I was rehabbing. So there was a there was a point in time where for a couple weeks, man, I don't know exactly how long it was, but I didn't even get to practice. So. Um, they all were there for me. You know, we got out to the game there, made sure that they were helping me and keeping me up to date with things that were that were going on on the film when I wasn't allowed to be out there. So, really, all five, all six, however many people we had active that week was was helping me. So, in his career here, you know, Joe Thomas played through a lot of injuries. Um, what, just what has he shared with you about those experiences and how he was able to still be successful playing through those that you've been able to kind of glean and maybe implement or you know say to yourself hey I, I, I can do that um, it's pretty much the same for almost every offensive lineman I mean some injuries are worse than others you can have upper body or lower body but it just depends but it's a lot of things that every offensive lineman goes through you hurt your fingers or your wrists or your hands so really just playing through that being tough making sure that you try to get as healthy as you can be for the next week and just continue to you know, fight through it
Has Joe taught you anything this last couple of weeks that you didn't know before, just from him being out here with the field? Um, it's a lot of a lot of technical things, just really small, minor tweaks in your game that'll help. Um, but he's continuing to work with us, and I hope he can come out here some more, so we can kind of get some more of those things implemented. What else did you do to deal with uh, a rough season? I mean, did you do anything? Did you have any other support systems or techniques or strategies that you used to, to get through that year? Uh, heavy, heavy tape jobs and, uh, and a lot of prayers. <laughs> That's about it. What is Bill, uh, Bill Kellogg's subject to commission? What, what, has he broken down your season and, and what, what kind of advice or coaching did he give you? For, for this year? Yeah. Um, there's always going to be some, some minor changes in our technique, um, just depending on the scheme and we have the shine down, so we have the different plays that implement it, but really just the same things. He's had the same coaching style that he's had forever, so just kind of keeping that great consistent right now. Does he get your face off? In my face? Yeah, nah, he saved up for Wyatt most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, the like blocking for Deshaun uh, different? How is it different than blocking for uh, Baker Mayfield? Um, they're, they're two different kinds of players. Um, Deshaun is better some, uh, at some different type of schemes. Um, so really just implementing those schemes and uh, working through the new offense. And he's still trying to learn and we're behind him. So it would be really good to have both the playmaker back there for us. So. Having said that, how concerned are you that he's not going to be available for you in all the season or a big chunk of the season? Um, I mean, it's, it's something that we knew was going to happen. Uh, but we'll be ready for him whenever he comes back and he's some of the better. So. Was one of the hardest parts of last season not being able to put the kind of tape out there that that you know you're capable of? Uh, yeah, and I'm definitely ready to turn that around for this year. Hey, what is that 859? Uh, area code, let's take it. What is Miles doing? I mean, we've talked about this, but now it's year three going against Miles on his camp. Um, what have you learned about trying to block a guy like um, he is very strong and very fast. <laughs> no, but he, he's, he's a really good player. Um, it's just nothing to make me better. Um, he's helping with a lot of technical things. He definitely got very technical in this game. So he's continuously getting better. I'm continuously getting better, and we're just getting each other better. So. Do you guys talk like after the play is over, or do you wait till after practice, or? I'll wait till after practice, or if I see him in the locker room or something, I'll just ask him a question. You know, kind of what you think of this, or what you see from me, and then go from there. When you, you have to go against. To has it gotten any easier to block him? No, I don't think it ever will. Yeah. <laughs> when you have will. to go against one of the best in, in the NFL like that, who might even challenge for NFL Defensive Player of the Year, how does that impact, you know, does that get in your head a little bit? I mean, when you practice against him every day, uh, it might make you think, geez, I, I don't know if I'm you know, as good as I need to be, but you're going against him. So. How do you grapple with that or reconcile that in your mind? Um, I haven't had any problems. It's actually opposite. I love going against Miles. I'd rather do that than go against anybody else because at the end of the day, I know it's making me better. Um, and especially when there's sometimes like if I block him, it's like, you know, kudos to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he's definitely made me a lot better. And um, like you said, the run, in the running for defensive player of the year, I hope he gets that. So I'm behind him for that too. Just to be more to Sean's status no, we've had both those guys rotating through with uh, with the first group, so it, it should be no change when he gets out there. Just to be clear, uh, 
you've been healthy in training camp every year. It's just that those injuries occurred during the season, right? Right. So yeah, I was healthy in those, both those years. I actually played through all my rookie year until we got to Arrowhead. And uh, both those injuries weren't caused by me, which is very frustrating. I got fell on or got rolled up on both of those. So hopefully keep my feet clean this year. And But even last training camp after the season-ending injury, you were okay at this point? Yeah, last year. yeah I was fine. Yeah. Until the old. Yeah, fine. Look, you need a big year from him, you know, especially as you're, you know, you, you brace for an offense that's going to be, I would think, very, very run heavy. We go back to that early. Sure. Uh, the the Case Keenum uh, offense we saw on that Thursday night against against Denver that that had a pretty good mix of, of obviously a lot of run, but then really controlled passing. And I think, you know, that's probably what we're headed for uh, this year. So you need, this is year three for Jed Wills, you know. I mean, it's a big, big year for him and yeah, his growth. It is a big year for him, and it's a big year for, you know, this line, especially if you're we're in a situation where we're going to be a defense-heavy, run-heavy, play-action, ball-control team, which is really yeah. what we have been the entire time Kevin Stefanski's here. The guy that was going to change what we were able to do fundamentally is Deshaun Watson, and we just don't know when we will he will get that opportunity to do that. But the guy who fundamentally is going to change what the Browns are able to do offensively is Watson. That's when he can play shotgun. You can throw 40 times a game if you want. You can get all the light boxes you know, for Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and Dearness Johnson. That's not going to be the case now. And so, yeah, it is important that Jed Wills has a good season on that blind side, working next to, you know, the consummate all-pro Joel Batonio, and, and I think he will. He's working hard on his footwork. He's working hard, you know, in terms of his process and some of the things he talked about with the Hoff. And, and yeah, the Browns are counting on Jed Wills to have a big year, and I think he's up to the task. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Fun to monitor this offensive line as it goes along. You know, there's once once we get the certainty on Watson, I think then everything becomes whatever it is. It's just easier to move forward. Everything we do is tabled by that, you know, yeah. and that makes, you know, a lot of these conversations that we're having very, very difficult. All right, coming up next, we'll take a look at what we've seen very, very early here as they're working on some individual work. Uh, that going on right now, let you know who's out here, who isn't, who's uh, taking today, uh, you know, relatively off. They're still putting in work. We'll get you those names as well. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And the land on demand is now free in the palm of your hands during the entire month of August. ESPN Cleveland and the Bath Authority giving fans free access to the land on demand for all the news you don't want to miss. See us live in our brand new studios. Replay your favorite shows commercial free and on demand. Get all access to Tony Grossi's Browns analysis and more. Visit thelandondemand.com or download the app today. The Land on Demand remodeled by our good friends at the Bath Authority. As we see the team out here, individuals, defensive backs working right in front of us. You have the safety group, the, the corners here, uh, getting in some good work with some footwork and such, and we have a little bit of roster movement as well, it appears. Yeah, the Browns have signed linebacker Jordan Kunazic. I think that that was right, and waived Silas Kelly with an injury designation due to a hamstring injury. And uh, Kunazic is a... Linebacker, former at Cal, out of Cal, was a an undrafted free agent in 2019 who's appeared in 26 games with the Panthers and Washington, played 11 games for the Commanders last year. His first team all packed 12 in 2018 out of Cal. Uh, and then, as I said, undrafted, started with Carolina um, 
He made his NFL debut on September 12, 2019 against the Bucks. played in nine games, seven tackles, was waived, and then signed with Washington on their practice squad, elevated the active roster in the middle of 2020, uh, and then back and forth on and off their roster and was released this May and now getting another opportunity. So it's pretty, I mean, 26 games, a guy who's been around the NFL, and, you know, we'll dig in there, but my, my guess is, uh, a lot of his appearance is going to be 14 career tackles going to be on the special teams side of things. Certainly so. And and so as we have the team out here getting in some individual work, linebackers to our left down there, defensive backs here right in front of us. We also have uh, the guys who are being held out today, Donovan Peoples-Jones among those. Uh, yep. But I don't know that that's a big red flag, but rather just a uh, an interesting thing to note. Yeah, just something to note, and it'll be an opportunity for guys in that room to step up once again. Uh, in, in that wide receiver room is, you know, you'll have Amari Cooper out there today. This is a big day for, I think, Anthony Schwartz and David Bell to, to show what they can do. You know, the guys that have really stood out, you know, Donovan's had a great camp. Uh, Mike Woods has had a great camp. Both of them are out today. Amari's been fantastic, but Schwartz needs to show more. And really the guy that you would say of the, of the others that have been out there that's had a really nice camp so far is – is 82 Mike Harley Jr., who continues to make plays day in and day out. And so this is, again, that's the one room to me that has questions. Everybody focused on the defensive tackle room. I think the Browns are very comfortable with what they have in the defensive tackle room. The room that's going to need to produce for this team to be what we want it to be is the wide receiver room. I mean, that's that's an important as important a, a room as there is in the NFL now. Well, yeah, I you know. Outside of the quarterbacks, obviously. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, as you as we we've, haven't we've really – have we had one day? No, we haven't. We haven't had one day of everybody. Um, so, you know, you're talking about one more Maybe practice. Sunday. Sunday. Sunday had everybody? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's it. So, Sunday you had everybody. Um, and then you're, you'd want to have everybody today. And then tomorrow, you know, you hope to have everybody. But who knows? Um, you've got to be pretty careful with this by the time you get to that Jacksonville game, don't you? I mean, there's I, – I just feel like we need another guy. In that and, room, well, we I brought do. in Derek Dillon. We brought I mean, in like Dalen Baldwin. You got Javon Wims back. You mean somebody who's played I mean, like in the a league. guy who's played in the league who yeah. can be kind of counted on because, I mean, you, you know, uh, Anthony Schwartz would love him, but, like, you just have – he's got to stack together several weeks of play. I mean, we uh, to me, someone, someone who's you're not expecting to have a big role on this team. Yeah, and he had a rough uh, – I think it's very fair to say that he had a rough – a rough day on Sunday, and so you hope that he bounces back today. But, yeah, like Emmanuel Sanders is out there. Deshaun Jackson's out there. Will Fuller remains unsigned. So, you know, are these the kind of guys that you want to go after? T.Y. Hilton, uh, I don't know the answer to that. But I think the Browns, you know, and, and maybe somebody's going to step up. Maybe Jakeem Grant surprised us. Maybe Felton surprised us. But you're talking about, you know, you got Wims, who had a nice day on Sunday, got a big catch in his first day back. He's 6'4". He's got some size to him. But, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I, I think, you know, Look, it's so early, and we've only seen Schwartz for a couple days, but he, to me, is the one that he's got to do it. And if he doesn't do it, that's when I think you need to, at some point, address the fact that, yeah, we need to make a move here, and we need to get somebody in the program that can help us at that position. It's interesting because, there are other, like, Dallas is in this position. You know, they, they're they very, very thin. And they're all writing about how Dallas all, what Dallas really needs is <laughs> – Amari Cooper, well. Right, right. Yeah, I was talking to a guy from Dallas this morning actually about exactly that, that like what what exactly were they thinking on the Amari Cooper side of things? They had him. Um, you know, that's a team that to me it kind of feels like the window is open by about a crack uh, in terms of them being a contender. But I, I don't know. You look at them, it feels like it's kind of a bit of a diminishing return. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that, there's a receiver shortage around the league. Yes. 
Uh, and so, you know, there are several teams like us that are contenders that, I mean, it feels like we need a guy, but, you know, we'll see how all of these things, uh, how all of these things track. So we are in a full pads day today. Is this a, um, then we'll get it, we get some uh, one-on-one work going on, uh, individual stations kind of going on right now, and then we'll start to get into some 11-on-11s. 11 11s. Is that how you anticipate this That's going? how it'll go, yeah. Well, always individual work, and then you'll get some, uh, yeah, I'll probably get some team, then you'll get some 7-on-7, seven seven, some more team, some situational work has been kind of the hallmark of this Kevin Stefanski training okay. camp, whether it be red zone. Uh, we're seeing our punters right now go through some things, and we'll see, wonder if we'll see them put the ball in the air uh, at all today. Coach Brief. Looking Brief over looking closely. fantastic. Yeah, he's in great. the 1946 quarter zip. It's, it's a, a good-looking one, yeah. yeah. The, the white almost looks cream Yeah. In the with the with the orange, with the orange T-shirt underneath, underneath it. it. Yeah. yeah, it almost has a cream appearance to it. So that's that's very, very good. Um, yeah, so that that's where you're at. You, you get into it. you got to get some good work in here. This is a training camp day, as Kevin Stefanski said. Yep. And then you'll have a you know what would typically be a pregame practice tomorrow. That one is not open to the public. And then we go Correct. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, open – and then we're done. That's it for training camp. And then we're done. That's a wrap. I so. believe we will be out here for joint practices. Where we will be set up is a whole nother discussion. Up right. in those two windows? Up in those two windows. It's I perfect. think it would be pretty That's awesome, Gibby's actually. Spot. I'd love to be up there. You could really see up there from the Gibby windows. These little things, by the way, are back. What is this? What are these? Why Are, and are they midges? They seem smaller no, than midges. They seem like gnats. Why are they attacking me? Yeah. Yeah, they they are they were something. They, it feels like there's something that's hit our area here in the last two weeks that I was not simply just not not at all prepared for uh, from that standpoint. Um, so there you go. That's that's what you got going on out here. You get some work. Oh, I just said David Bell catch a nice ball over there on the far far in, far field. They're working. This is nice. It looks like they're working over on the on the west field. Yep. And all, of, all the of the fans yep. are on the west side because again the east side is closed. So if you are you know late getting out here or whatever, you will you will all be on that side because the west side the east side rather was underwater. Yeah. I believe it still is. <laughs> yeah. If oh, it's you, wet. It's really you, uh, wet. If you look over there, it will take all of uh, the next four days probably to dry it out. Do we have – where do we sit? Do we have any um, – are we, are we looking good for the rest of this week? Oh, yeah. We got yeah, no rain. The 70s? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're heist in the 70s. My goodness. Yeah, we're going to have ourselves a, crazy, a nice little day. Nice what little a crazy week. weather pattern we've had. We're going to go to the high seventies in yeah. August? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to get what we've been getting here for the last three days. Have you guys secured – uh, a tea time for Thursday morning? No, we have not. <sighs> Haven't. That's sad. It is sad. I'd love to do it. Trotter, you, you want to come on over? Joining us? Trotter, Trotter, come on over. How are you, brother? Good to see he's you, sir. He's got, got some you. Oklahoma maroon on down there on the feet. Did he have some like. kicks on? Oh, I love it. Crimson and cream. Crimson and cream. He was just coming over to Wait, you guys put me on the air? I yeah. just came to say hi. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you have the opportunity. A consequence right. like you. Yourself. Right. You had, you had our favorite exchange oh, yeah? of the press. Oh, yeah. Big which time. was, Coach, you are aware that we don't talk to you again. I'm paraphrasing until You know, that wasn't me who Friday. said that. It wasn't, it wasn't you? No, it wasn't me. Oh, my who gosh. Who said we missed her. Uh, was not me. Oh, I basically man. asked the first question, and I was like, all right, what, whatever. We know how this is going to go. <laughs> but you, ha- I thought it was you. It did sound like your voice. It sounded though, like yeah. you. It's ha- was hard said, for us to hear. And then he gave a dang, he goes, darn, dang. shucks. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't have I the greatest you know voice in the world, but I have a d- distinct voice. Yeah, we're you sad do. That we blew it. it. Sad that we confuse it with somebody we, else. Yeah. Which is really more of a compliment to their voice than anything. If anything, it elevates whoever asked well, the question. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. Big time. I would agree. Give yeah. the. Let, you're out here every day. We we're, we were talking, uh, obviously all the off-field stuff. That it's plentiful, but in terms of on the field, 
who's shined? Who have you, who've you liked what well, you've seen? Last now? time I said on the radio, hey, this particular guy looks good. He got injured. So I'm a little nervous about jinxing anybody else. That was Michael Woods the second, my yeah. Oklahoma guy, speaking of which. But, yeah, so, uh, man, he was, he was – is, he, is he over here? He's over he here is, on the bikes? Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was doing pretty well before the injury. Um, I think I told you guys earlier, heard great things about Jordan Elliott. It's hard for us to kind of evaluate defensive yeah. tackles in sure. this type of setting because, you know, they're not really hitting – but right. I know they're really pumped up about his potential for this year. Same with Grant Delpit. You know, you're another year away from that Achilles injury. I think their safety position has a chance to be uh, really good. So uh, let me look around. You know, uh, Jerome Ford. He I looks good, really right? Good, camp. good burst. Uh, How about 20 in white? How about 20 in white? Greg Newsom? Yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Secondary is going to be legit this year, as yeah. long as they stay healthy. It's going to be really good. Yeah, he's he's got a certain pep in the step. What about our guy that you're sometimes hot, sometimes cold? Our guy, our buddy Dearness. First of all, that's <laughs> that's a complete misrepresentation. <laughs> you wanted him cut. And by the way, I just want to let's go. You know, I, I just want to say, Bo, I was on. He the, wasn't prompted for that either. Gibby knows this. I was on the Dearness train before anybody. Before before hold Nathan. On. I'll take, I take anybody. I mean. And then I kept telling Nathan, like, look out for 30, man. He's coming on. And, and then Nathan claimed it like he was the first one that discovered him. Okay. Like he's, Listen. This know. is outrageous. Like if he's he, Ponce if, de Leon if or something. If, if you're popping right, Gibby, Gibby right now, you right. know look that this Gibby. is yeah, looking at him so happy. He knows. He's so proud. He knows. He does know. He's a better late than never, but don't claim exactly. you were the first. Exactly. All I know is that, you know, on a, I believe it was, it was Saturday or Saturday or Sunday's practice, I was standing next to Jake, and I'm not saying he besmirched anybody, but he, you know, pondered aloud about, you know, their future and their role, and all of a sudden the guy just was embarrassing people and scoring touchdowns. By the way, like eight that is a true a story. We were talking about, like, who's going to make this team. Yeah, yeah, like, I you remember know, I could this. see, yeah. like, something out. And then, I'm not kidding, like, nine <laughs> routes in a row, Dearness just shook the DB to the ground for a yeah. touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. From the back that's of right. QBs, too. It's a deep room, some man. Respect well, that's the thing. Like, that's it's right. more of a more of a like I overly respect Dearness. Like, he could probably play more elsewhere. Of course. And, sure. I think you he'll be a starting running back in this like, league. Like, you can't keep nine running backs, which, I mean, we'll see what happens. You can't keep a good man down, Jake. Right. Yeah. No. Slow grind, as they say. That's right. Slow grind. What are we, what are, Mr. Woods is significant, right? It's going to be a minute. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like he's going to be back anytime soon. Yeah. Okay. So, we were just pondering this. Do you feel comfortable with the current construct of the Browns wide receiver room? Do you advocate adding a Sanders or a Deshaun Jackson or a Will Fuller or someone who has played of consequence in this league who can still play? I mean, Mendel Sanders, let's not forget, was a starting receiver for the Bills last year who were a, a fine football team. Where are you at with this wide receiver room? Well, I know coming out of minicamp, they felt like – they feel pretty good about this group. Yep. Yep. Like I, I don't think that they were they have been looking at anybody, or at least a veteran. Um, now, that could always change at the end of training camp. I will say I think I'm less high on the receiving core than I was maybe three weeks ago, and part of that is injuries. But, I mean, I also saw, like, yeah, what, what, what was the uh, – what, what day was the two-minute drill? It's like running together. Sunday. So, Sunday, I know with the first team it was like, you know, it was Mike Harley Jr., and it was – Jamarcus Bradley, I'm like, you know, I don't know that these guys are making the team and they're running with the, the ones. No, right and Mike Harley Jr. is making a lot of plays, mm -hmm. but yeah, that feels like this. He's he's here more to say I should be in the program and maybe in the future I can be on this roster, or maybe he's going to play his way right onto the roster. But I think you know when we were talking and and Sunday was to be fair his first day back in the mm -hmm. team portion for Anthony Schwartz, but 
that's the kind of the linchpin, and he didn't. Sunday was not he's a great make day. Sunday was not a great day for he's Anthony gotta, Schwartz. He's got to make plays out here, and it just it hasn't happened yet. Now, again, he's been out, but he's back now. I think you got to have some more known commodities. I've been talking. We've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. Like I, I, I need, I need somebody who's played in the league, uh, in the mix here pretty does, quickly. I feel it does like, also you know. feel like they're probably not going to do anything drastic until they have a little clarity at the quarterback. It's yeah. just hard to. But I, it's going to be more. It's going to be more than it currently is. We know that. Here's the other thing. If Just, it was what it currently is, then you could say, okay, you can keep it together until then. But and all of this was built on the idea that Deshaun would elevate. But we, I think we can know it's going to be more. So to me, all the more sense of urgency. Here's just not. This isn't even devil's advocate. This is just we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Deshaun is out for a significant period of time and we're running the offense that we think would be much more akin to the last few years, we're probably playing two receivers more than we're playing three. No question. And we're probably playing Majoku and Bryant. You need to go get some more tight ends. Then. So maybe, right, well, maybe, maybe that. Because I don't know the number three t- tight end is on the roster. Or in that offense, the number four tight end is on the roster either. Stanton, I think, has had a good camp. Forrestal's taken a little bit of a step back, mm-hmm. I think, once we've gotten to this portion Harrison of Bright the Harrison Bright has looked season. good. That was another guy I was going to say is, you yeah. know, stood out. He's, he's made more plays than any other tight end so far. Oh, no doubt. I wonder if it's easier to find a third slash fourth, a third tight end or a fourth receiver. Like in terms of someone who's on the market, I haven't even looked into like the tight ends that are out there. Like yeah, you spent so much time talking receivers that are out there. Harrison with a nice I mean, route, the one on ones right there. <laughs> he, that's another guy he's taken from me, just by the way. What? Harrison, Harrison I was on Harrison, Harrison Bryant? Bryant bandwagon when they drafted him out of oh Florida. Goodness, I got gracious. Mackey Award winner. Come on. I go, Nathan, let me tell you about this guy they drafted. And then he took him, too. Oh, my that's gosh. Right. It, it, yeah. I've never seen such a full frontal attack. Of yeah, it's crazy. Spikes. The next thing, I know, he's going to be telling me that I he a- was a. leading a. the D'Anthony. Oh, my A.J. Green. He's leading the D'Anthony Bell train right now, and I'm just, you know, thinking about getting on board. I know how to I will I say this. It. I will say this, guys, like about the receiving court. It looks a lot better with Deshaun Watson than anybody else at quarterback. And so sure. Yeah. It was fire, put together. The lack of five power does stick out with. You know, when you don't have a top five, top ten quarterback. Yeah, we had the general sure. one and, you know, John McClain. And that's what he, you know, when we were talking to him about Watson, we were talking about this group. And he said, look, he's going to elevate all of these guys. Like, this is actually going to work out just well mm-hmm. for him. They'll, work, they'll be more than adequate for what Deshaun Watson is used to in the way they'll be able to elevate. But now you just don't have any sort of certainty around that. Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of where we are in limbo. I, I am, again, I am shocked. What the heck day is today? It's August 9th and we're still having this. Thing. Well, that's the thing that's like, and it's it, just it, so ridiculous. Again, not even it's been taking a weird the, training camp. Not even taking the merits of what is even happening. This is a very late portion of your season to not really understand what your season is going to be for any team. Now, an injury it's, could happen that changes things up, like Mackay Becton with the Jets, but that's like a normal part of football. This is not a normal part of football, and it is, it is. It's wild. Uh, it's and certainly not fun. And I think for the what I am, you said it's been a weird train camp. But what I what I found interesting is if you didn't know, if you just dropped out of the clear blue sky and came and sat in the bleachers for one of these practices, well, no. you'd have no idea. No, that this was I've going said on. that multiple times that you would have no idea. I think that's what adds to the weirdness. I agree. <laughs> but you, <laughs> we all but know. I, but you, somehow, you, you would know this, especially Nathan, like being in the building. It definitely, it's. It's uh, I don't know if distraction is the white word, but it is. It's hanging over. It's cast a pall. It's cast a pall, as people yes, will say. As they will say. Well, you can't shake it. You can't shake Anytime it. Anytime that we have any other conversation about it, it's over it. Right. Players well, are so, so done with this too. They're, they're done with it. So, 
But so so once you have whatever it's going to be, once that happens, then everybody can evolve and move on to the next thing. But right now you're kind of stuck in the mud and you know, it with was all of it. The way that the process unfolded, it was like you were almost so close to closure. But it well, was you a, thought you had it. You thought you had it, and it was a mirage. And then it's like, yeah, no, you're still a week ago the at desert. this time. We're doing the show with Hoff, and yeah. we knew. Yes. What it was. And, it was and at that point, we were thinking, boy, I don't know if there down. would be an appeal. They want to upset a you know, collectively bargained process. Been a week ago. Robin's that was a week ago. decision came out eight days ago. And I have to remember if it was like in July or August. Like, I can't. Right. It, it, yeah. Last that feels week, like a last long week felt time like three ago. weeks in a bit because there were so many different twists and turns to the whole saga. That Yeah. yeah. I saw, I saw um, a couple of the camera guys that I know from the WWE, and one of them goes, man. I can't even name drop, He by goes, the way. you're getting a lot of gray hairs. I said, well, you know, Listen, brother. <laughs> let's rather we're going through some As things. Stefan- I feel like Stefanski and I have both gotten more gray in our beard just in the last week alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's it's a lot. It's 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 tough. So, you know, who knows when the clarity on that will be. Thanks for stopping yeah, by. No problem, yeah, no problem, guys. What Good a treat. All right. I, by Don't the way, take any more of my guys, by I'm, the way. I was going to say, listen, just everybody just I'm going to make a list. I'm yeah. giving it to Gibby. And oh, anytime yeah, you try to trustworthy. take my guy, uh-huh. veto it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Knock it out. This yeah. guy's trustworthy. I know you'll enforce it. You're a splinter cell. This is, a, this is just right now. This, this is, is unbelievable. This very dis- this is a disturbing alliance. It really is. I am not. I was not prepared no. for it, nor ready no. in any way. As my it. friend Ryan Novak would say, I'm very uncomfortable with this alliance. Yeah. It's just about ethics. Don't steal. <laughs> oh, just about guys. ethics. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. <laughs> Well, uh, we'll keep an eye on things happening at camp. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Well, a uh, tough scene out here in Berea as we were in break with Shaquem Grant uh, Z. Um, not good, buddy. No, he went down and they were doing one-on-ones there. And one of the highlights, big pass from Sean Watson to David Njoku. Uh, Lavert Hill with a big PBU and got a big handshake from Joe Woods and Unfortunately, though, all eyes were on Jakeem Grant, the Pro Bowl returner, all-pro returner of the Browns, who was down kind of just directly across from us, right around the five-yard line. Looked to be in a great deal of pain, something in his lower body. They carted him off just now after he spent some time with the trainers. Mike Prefer was standing by looking on, and it did not look good. And he was somebody that, you know, look, again, for this team, they are counting on him to be a significant part of, you know, turning this return game around we've talked about the drought on a kick return since 2009 a punt return since 2015 this guy had scored a return touchdown in four straight seasons and so to see him go down and you hope that maybe it was more precautionary than anything and that you know we still have plenty of time until the season opener we got a month yeah. uh, for that and that you know he'll be able to be back in time but that's something that we certainly have to monitor and I don't know what kind of an update we'll get because again Kevin Stefanski is not speaking we don't know when he's speaking to the media again. It might not even be until Friday. So, Well, you guys will have him Friday pregame, right? We'll have him Friday pregame. Oh, a nice pass. So right now what we're getting, it looks to me like we're getting two offense versus 
one defense in some type of a situation. And there was a big pass up the sideline. Is, they, they that was that. caught by David Bell from Jacoby Brissett getting fired up, it looked like. They did They did that in the two-minute uh, drill on Sunday where the second team was going up against the first team and yeah. mixing it up here a little bit. I'm trying to see if that's right, though. Unfortunately, we're just at a very difficult We're a long points. ways. This is about as and, as and the way that the – And we're looking through an entire team. An entire defense. So, yeah, no, it so is. Large so, this is the, now this is the Watts and the one offense and the two defense uh, based on the offensive line. I can see that it's the one offensive well, line. Well, the defense over here. And Kareem Hunt is – right, Kareem Hunt in the backfield for the Browns. But this Jakeem Grant, you know, obviously it's not good. And it's also – not only the return game blow, but it's another wide receiver down for the Cleveland Browns at this time. And so, you know, you hate to see that. Uh, they are not tackling to the ground right now. It is a team period. We are in pads. We had a big play on, up the sideline on a great pass from Brissett there, and now we're doing some running in the perimeter portion of the practice, which is what usually is the first team portion of the day. I don't know. That's I don't know you how you don't address the room. I mean, it's that's just another – yeah, I mean, because he, you know, hopefully he it's played the receiver too. I, sure, you know, who knows? It's never a good sign. I mean, it's not that was not a good sign. Never a good sign. When, but when you see what you have there, but keep your fingers crossed because he was obviously, you know, electric in the return game, and then also, um, you know, somebody who could, who's, I mean, he was out there running routes, so he's a guy who's going to help you at receiver too, in in some limited basis. So your that room is just, it was a room of question before any of this started. And there's been nothing that's happened here at the start of camp. No, there are more that, questions. In fact, it's even more. Yeah. Yeah. So and it feels like any time you start to get something good, then it's taken away a little bit. So and what you'd love to see, what would give you a lot of comfort is, is a Deshaun Watson pass intended there for Anthony Schwartz fell incomplete. What you would have loved, what you'd love to see is him start to make plays. And even on Sunday, he was able to get open, but he was not able to come down with the football. And that is – that really is one of the things that you need to do is as a wide receiver is to when now you can hope you got to catch the football. I mean, it's just that simple. That's what Chad O'Shea would say. Can you get open? Can you catch football? And so that's, I, I think you need to see, I think he is a key to unlocking a lot of what the Browns want to do from an offensive standpoint this year. And it's got to get, it's got to get better, right? It's got to get better in a hurry in this receiver room. Again, not, I don't believe that it is a concern, I do believe that it is it's something though that bears monitoring. And by the way, that was kind of the approach all of this all off season, right? Was that we're gonna evaluate how this goes, how Anthony Schwartz continues to evolve and perform, and then we would make a decision later on in camp. It is getting now to the midpoint of camp and certainly from an open standpoint the the off season we're getting close to the end of it, believe it or not, which is kinda of wild to say out loud. I think we have today, what, Gibbe, Sunday. There's like three more. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then yep. that's a wrap. Yeah. Wednesday is the off day as we welcome Philadelphia in. Thursday, Friday, Set up Thursday. for joint practices Thursday, Friday. Saturday, that day before the game, Sunday, uh, 1 o'clock kick, first energy. Yeah, I don't like those. I don't like the 1 o'clock Sunday preseason game. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. I, I like it better than a Thursday, eight. 7 or 8 o'clock. I think Friday night. Preseason games are Friday night. That's the sweet spot for them. So we have one Friday night, we have one Saturday night, and one Sunday afternoon. Which is your favorite? Is I that believe right? it goes uh, Friday night, Sunday I afternoon, it's Saturday, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday afternoon. Your Saturday afternoon too? I thought is we the were last in. one is Saturday afternoon. Is it? I thought it was in the. 
Jeez. I could be wrong. I thought it was in the eve. I'm just worried about trying to get to through Jacksonville week, which is currently crushing me. You can do it, Gibbe. We have a lot of belief in you. Yeah. And you have, and you have a Stevie. You have these other guys, I too. You have about three more Stevies currently. Well, what about what about Matt yeah, Bryce? They were from our they were from our facilities. Our facilities right. Oh, they can't be Shredding Stevies, too? It's 7 p.m. On, on the 27th. So you have two 7 right, p.m.s, yeah. and then you have the Sunday afternoon is, is yeah. where we're at. That's right. Um, all right, so there you go. So that the uh, the Jakeem Grant, uh, that's not good. That, no, it takes a little wind out of our yeah. sails. Uh, for those who are looking into a lot of the details, Nick Chubb having a, a Veterans Day off, as you talked about earlier, uh, and Kareem Hunt is working as the starting running back in the team drills. So whatever was happening earlier, that has been seemingly – sorted out as we see another PBU from this defense. It seems to be having a good start here. That was Perry on early wasn't session. It? Was that 97? It should. I think that no. was. Well, I, I just saw a seven. My guess would have been. No, it's not 97. There's Perry and I can see him there. Yeah. I think it was 37. 37. I think we're looking at a 37. I don't know, but he's bringing yeah, everybody. my guy. He's bring, Anthony Bell. Your guy. He's bringing everybody. To don't the take him, of the Jake. Come on. I've been on him. <laughs> What an incredible heel turn out of It was outrageous. And you believe he went down. That was a long way to go down. Full of spectacular. It was yeah. – the fact that you were laughing shows how preposterous it was because you were laughing from the, like, the stunning yeah. nature of what he was I, saying. Yeah. And then the audacity, the gall, really, to say at the end it's about ethics, yeah. which was stunning. Incredible. Wonder what this, hey. Is this a little pep talk here because I think we're not liking the pace of play? Or I think it's that, and it's – A little shell shock you, from – You know, you lose a guy on a, on a cart, that's something that – is an attention getter, right? Too many Pauls are being cast. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Uh, hard knocks tonight. You in? Yeah, I'll watch Dan Campbell. So Kyle Brandt said this morning on on Good Morning Football that he has that he has the potential to be to the greatest character in the history of Hard Knocks. Who is currently the greatest character in the history of Hard Knocks? Before we see anything from Dan Campbell. So what immediately came to my mind is the greatest character in the history of Hard Knocks was rookie Martellus Bennett. I really enjoyed him okay. with the Dallas Cowboys. I thought he was a fantastic Hard Knocks character. I got two guys in mind. Okay. Well, I got, I got, hit I, me. I got, hit I, me. These are some that jump out to me. Hit me. The late great Tony Saragusa um, and Shannon Sharp. My restitution goose. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, that's old school. That's, that's old like school. That's twenty years ago. Old. I mean, that's yeah. but that's what years. put that show but that's on. That's absolutely was yeah, that no, stuff. It, like yeah. those guys, that was such a team. I need my restitution goose. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So that one, um, from a coach standpoint, you're never going to do better. I mean, this is who Dan Campbell's up against is Rex Ryan. Was let's such. Have let's oh, have yeah. a blank and snack. Yeah. That was that was a good one. Believable. I mean, Rex Ryan was was made. No, that's right. For that. Those that was a, that was a very very good one. I remember Martellus Bennett. What stood out to me was he was sitting in his room and came up with the idea that luggage should have wheels on it, and somebody said, "Yeah, that exists." And he <laughs> was like, "That's so that's genius." And then when Jerry Jones called, he's like, "Jerry Jones on the phone." Jerry yeah, that's, the that phone. was ver that that was very very good. Those are the ones that jump out to me. Ours was crazy Man. in retrospect. Oh really? Good. I mean, like the dysfunction that was the, the dysfunction on. that was on full display, but also like the the um, the absurdity of the of the mis like Dorse just misled their crew. 
I mean, who? Like, I know, it's crazy. Like, we spent a lot of time with Crystal, Devin, Kajuice. A lot of time. And there wasn't anybody that thought he was making that roster, man. No. None. Kevin Roback. Devin Kajuice, Brogan Roback. Yeah. Their financial advice with Carl uh, Nassib. That was actually good. Did Nassib make it, or did he get cut? No, he got too? cut. He was the last one. And then was one. really good in Tampa. Yeah. And then got paid in Oakland, right? Yeah. And now Vegas. I don't know if he's in Vegas. I think he's still, a free agent. Free agent, yeah. He got, yeah. He it's, got cut for what? Oh, man. He it got, was to make room for one of the tight ends from. No, it was. Wasn't it? No, hold on. 2020. Carry on. It, it was, was either for a tight end. He got cut for the defensive end that was oh, yeah, with us worth. again last year that came back that was from Minnesota. That's who he got. And I can't think of his name right now. I can picture war number 57. It was somebody Dorsey had knowledge of previously. It was a Dorsey guy. I remember that. That part of it. I always yeah. thought that Dorsey regretted that decision, though. Yeah, Nassib ended up having a, a Yeah, he's fine. really good. You know, he's really good for a couple of years there. Um, you got it? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Effetti Adenabo. Yeah, there you go. Effetti Adenabo. This has the potential to be, like, the most – like the the uh, part of my take, guys, got the football guy. This has potentially the most football guy episodes of of Hard Knocks in the history of football guy episodes. Yeah, Spielman, Dorsey. And I don't know if either Spielman or Dorsey will get much airtime, no, but Dave and then Campbell, Campbell chewing off people's legs, like it's it's got all of it. It's got it all, and you got you know Jared Goff was a very cool California kid, and I'm I obviously I hope he does well. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for him. I think they've got a very interesting team. Um, I like that team. I, I mean, like the Bears are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Oh, my God. And then the Viking, if the Vikings regress at all, I feel like Detroit could be interesting. They've they got some weapons. They've got a lot of weapons. They've got yeah. Jamison Williams. They've got DJ Chark. They've got Amon Ross. supposedly look really good. He's a guy that I liked for us as, as a vertical guy. Yeah. Uh, they've got Amon Ross St. Brown. They've got TJ Hawkinson, and they've got DeAndre Swift. I mean, skill-wise – Loaded, yeah. You know they get Aiden Hutchinson in the draft. Akuda's back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I there's. I still think the Vikings are better than pe people. Always write the Vikings off, and they're always somehow better. And I think with Kevin O'Connell there, they're going to be even better. Um, Do you think it's just where the fact that there's such a hard cap on what they can be? It's like they're boring in that sense. Like they can only be Here's like the thing. a one playoff win team. Like they're not, they're never gonna, and that, like where you can talk yourselves into other teams making a leap. There's no leap here. They've like just they never been, known. even though they've been, they've just never figured out how to be fully complete together. That's the hard part, right? Yeah. Is that it's really they've been a championship caliber offense, and it's funny that I think most people would assign the cap to them based on Kirk Cousins, but they've been a championship caliber offense. Their defense last year has been dreadful. And yeah. that's why Zimmer's gone. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right, so much more to come. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily right here on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Training camp is underway, and the Cleveland Browns 50-50 raffle is now open. Go to the Browns mobile app or browns5050.com to purchase your tickets. The raffle ends Sunday, August 21st. Don't miss your chance to win big while supporting in the Stay in the Game Network and choose and close for kids. We have a Greg Newsom injury Look like thing, he, too, as well. I see him over here on the sidelines. Yeah, He's standing, hats yeah. off. Um, Left a team drill getting stretched out on the sideline. He looks to be fine, though. He's still – I see him there. Yeah. They're checking on him a little. Uh, a hammy. I, I see him grabbing a hammy. 
Were you icing? No. The We're ice just holding. Come out We're yet. holding the hammy at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, give it. Great. Keep them up right here in the last half hour of camp for me, will you? Yeah. You do that for be me? Nice. It would be nice. Throw me a bone here. Keep everybody upright. The next level will take you through the rest of the afternoon. ESPN Cleveland tonight. After that, thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.